0: Welcome to the podcast, Your Time with James Sweetman. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Your Time with James Sweetman, my weekly podcast. Those of you who are astute will know that I'm alternating weeks now between interviews with some interesting people and their insights and their take on the world and life as well as my own musings, the original podcast episode structure. This week is one of the latter. The topic is all about the joy of journaling. Now, that's something that I've done for years, and I'll get into that in a little while. But in these recent times, when maybe there is a little bit more spare time, there's an opportunity for reflection, I've been turning to my journal more frequently and more purposefully. And I have to say I'm getting benefit from it. Uh, Speaking of journaling and questions and contemplating, I got some great feedback on the podcast episode going back two weeks where I shared some of the questions that I'm asking myself fairly frequently as we navigate these uncertain and unprecedented times if you haven't listened to that, do check it out. There's a series of 12 questions that I've shared and they're also available on my website, jamesweekman.com. And it was as I contemplated those questions uh, a few weeks back, um, I, I looked at how I have always written things out, or as I like to say, I write them out, or I G H T as well as W-R-I-T-E. And that was the inspiration for this week's episode, which, as I say, is all about journaling. Now, I have to confess, I have something of a fetish, I think, when it comes to journals and notebooks. I can't resist the smooth covers, the crack of the spine, the crisp pages just waiting to be filled with gems of wisdom. Even the smell of quality stationery intoxicates me, the sense of creativity and possibility as I view it. Now, for as long as I can remember, I'm always someone who has sat down with a pen and paper I first started to keep a diary, noting the events of my day. As far back as the 1st of January 1986, I was in school. And I've written a diary entry every day since. Some 34 volumes and counting, which is unbelievable. And I have to say, they're probably my most treasured possessions, my, uh, my series of diaries. Uh, at the same time, I've also filled countless journals, capturing my thoughts, reflections, ideas. And what's also interesting is looking back on some of them, I can trace the origin of every one of the five books that I read. You know, the initial ideas started with a scrawl in a, in a journal entry. Uh, my notebooks and journals fall into different categories. Uh, there's the one I use to capture notes from conferences and workshops that I attend. Then there's the latest in the series of travel journals that accompany me on holidays and trips. Of course, that's back in the in the BC days, the before COVID days. And I've been dipping into those recently to stir my memories of sunnier climes and overseas adventures when I cannot leave the living room. My gratitude journal, of course, is opened every morning. Uh, From a work perspective, I have another journal or notebook for business ideas and plans, and then another one, yet another one, for video and social media content. Uh, Then there's my trusted journal that sits on my desk containing my planner, my weekly to do list. And at the beginning of this year, I started another journal, um, which I've labelled the Joy Journal. And in this, I capture what I phrase as the universal winks, the moments of serendipity, uh, the evidence that proves to me the sentiment of that favourite quote of mine by Rumi, that the universe is tilted in my favour. Now, I couldn't do an episode on journaling or writing without referencing The Morning Pages by Julia Cameron. I don't know if you've come across her very famous book, The Writer's Way. It's, gosh, it must be 20, 25 years old now. Uh, Morning pages is one of the techniques that she emphasises in it. It was originally designed by her as a way to work through writer's block. Um, It's a daily practice in the morning, as the name would suggest, of doing three longhand pages of a brain dump, clearing the mind of all the noise and the stuff that rattles about in it. As Julia Cameron says, referencing the work of Carl Jung, we have about a 45-minute window in the morning after we wake up before our ego's defences kick in. That's why she suggests writing first thing so we can harness that uncensored authenticity available to us at the start of the day. Now, I first read The Writer's Way back, gosh, it must be 15 years or so ago, and writing morning pages was something that became part of my daily routine. Um, In recent times, I only return to it whenever I feel a sense of overwhelm or I sense the need to purge all of that gunk that rattles around between my two ears. But it is a great technique. The other one of her famous techniques, of course, is the artist's date, which is something that I equally treasure. Maybe I'll speak about that in another episode. Um, In recent years, though, journaling has become as much part of the self-care movement, the well-being movement, as maybe soothing baths, scented candles, and even meditation. Uh, Studies have shown that journaling has many benefits. It encourages mindfulness and reflection. It enables us to organise our thoughts, emotions, and reactions about the events in our lives. It helps us make sense of challenges or traumas we've faced. Uh, It enhances our levels of self-awareness as we can dive into our emotions and label them. And it just gives us the space for a different perspective. Uh, For me personally, apart from capturing my ideas when inspiration hits or for organizing my thoughts on a topic, uh, the real benefit I get from journaling is by being able to to witness my life, you know, to step back and witness it. Uh, This helps me observe my patterns, detach from my concerns, It gives me a greater sense of control, which in turn reduces my levels of worry and stress. I also see it as a time for connecting with my higher consciousness, you know, even my spirit guides, perhaps even my own conversation with God, as it were. Uh, That's not bad from simply taking some time to sit down and to ink it and not just think it. Uh, Other advocates of journaling will speak about enhancing memory and communication skills, boosting self-confidence and motivation, even supporting better sleep and a strengthened the immune system. So as I say, a lot of benefits from just say, taking some time to pause and to reflect and to write. And that's good at any time of the year. But I think in current circumstances, it's also a very useful practice to have or to develop. You know, many of you might be thinking, well, how do I write? Where do I find the time to write? What do I write? You know, it's easy for you, James, you are a writer. And I suppose it is because it's a habit for me and it's something that I particularly enjoy and I'm very aware of the benefits that I get from it. But let me share a few tips and insights with you on those questions. You know, maybe because I started writing in the pre-digital age way back when, you know, when it comes for to journaling for me, my preference is always for a good old fashioned pen and paper and preferably an inviting hardback notebook. Um. Probably from a pure legibility perspective, I might be better off sitting at the laptop because my writing is somewhat like scroll most of the time. Um, but of course, with, with journaling, you're not really writing it for anyone else. It's only for, for your own benefit. Um, I'm also one for journaling only when I'm in the mood to do it or I have the headspace for it. Um, I won't force it, but I do try to make the space in my life for it. Because as I say, it is something that I know is of benefit to me. Um, it can be scary to look at a blank page or a blank screen. So if you're new to journaling, you know you'll be wondering, well, what should I write? And of course, the answer is anything you want, anything that's dancing around in your head. Uh, remembering that you know, as I say, the journaling is is a personal, private pursuit. Um, so here's a few approaches that I've used over the years. There's three different approaches and one or other might just resonate with you, uh, something to, to try out. The first one is free form. You know, this is for the rogues and for the mavericks. It's like just jump straight in, take the stabilizers off, go free form as encouraged by Julia Cameron in her morning pages. This is a pure brain dump. Even if this means filling the page by repeating, I don't know what to write several times or God forbid, a series of swear words. This pure morning pages approach is one way traffic. You're not meant to reread what you write. It's a pure cathartic outpouring of the contents of your mind. Uh, Sometimes when we face a blank page, you know, I might start with listing everything I'm grateful for that old reliable. Uh, Sometimes in the morning, I'll find myself doing a longhand to-do list, uh, a list of everything I want to get done or stuff I don't want to forget. So there's that practical aspect to it. I might brainstorm on a project or situations that I'm worried about. You know, when it comes to writing or journaling, there's no rules. You just use the pen at the end of your hand and you look at the page that's wanting to be filled. Perhaps my favourite approach to journaling is what I would label posing a question and waiting for the answer. It's something that I use most frequently, I have to say. And it tends to be centred around something I'm worried about or confused about, an issue that I'm seeking clarity on, or perhaps a decision I'm struggling with. So I'll take a few moments and phrase some questions. I'll write them into the journal. And then I will pause and just see what comes up. So, you know, questions might be ones like, you know, how can I earn more money this week? What change is trying to take place in my life? What can I do to move this issue forward? What do I need to let go of? I always think that good questions are keys for unlocking our own wisdom. So we want to make sure we've got some good questions in our journal that we're then pausing and reflecting upon. I do think it's important that the questions that you pose are focused on you. So, for example, why does he always do that is perhaps not a good question. It's not one worth writing because you can't answer it. It's not about you. It's someone else's motivation. Uh, why do I continue to respond to him the way that I do is perhaps a better journaling question because it encourages you to turn inwards and it's connecting with your own wisdom. When I pose a question, I'll pause and I'll see what surfaces. Uh, Our minds are a question and answer mechanism, so if we ask a question, the answer will follow. When I'm journaling, I always feel that my head thinks of the question, but after a moment's pause, I always believe it's my heart that answers it. The third option for getting into the journaling habit is to research some questions online see what resonates and then use them as a prompt to get your own pen moving Uh, i came across a great resource on journaling questions recently the new michelle obama book uh, becoming which has the subtitle a guided journal for discovering your voice um, is packed full of questions along with some of michelle obama's great quotes Now, of course, from a marketing perspective, this book builds on the phenomenal success of her autobiography becoming. That was eight, what, two years or so ago now. Um, But from a personal development perspective, it contains many great coaching questions, uh, insightful questions, questions well worth reflecting and uh, and answering. And I'm working through that book myself uh, and I was so impressed by it. I've ordered a few more of them because I think they'll make great gifts for people. So what I'm going to do for the the next few moments is to share 10 questions that I think are well worth contemplating. Uh, They're questions that you can write into a journal or on a page, uh, pause, and then just see what comes up for you. So I'm going to take a slightly different approach with these in that I'll slow down the pace a little here. I'll share these questions with you, but also factor in um, some time where you can take a few moments to reflect upon them. So if you're listening to these as you're walking along, the uh, perfect, you know, you can see what comes up. Uh, You might want to pause this podcast um, if you're writing them out. um, And then when you've contemplated your own responses, you can press play and continue. I'll also make a point of including these questions on a blog post as well, so you're able to access them through my website. So, to get you in the journaling and reflective mood, here are 10 questions. Over the last few years, what achievements am I most proud of? What challenges have I overcome? What do I crave right now? As I say, just let that question settle. See what pops up for you. As you think it. Or maybe scribble something down. And as I say, if you wish to pause, you can always come back later. Question three, what makes me smile? What makes me smile? Describe a time when you felt carefree. Question number five, describe a compassionate or loving way you've supported a friend or family member. Then think about how you could replicate this for yourself. So you're thinking about a time when you supported a friend or a family member in a loving, compassionate way. and How can you do more of that for yourself? Question number six. I feel most myself when. How would you complete that? I feel most myself when. Question seven, list 10 things that inspire you. It's always so good to connect with our sources of inspiration. Maybe it's art, music, nature, books, conversation, a hobby. How would you answer it? 10 things that inspire you. So we're almost in the home stretch with these reflection journaling type questions. Question number eight. It's one of those to complete the sentence again. I'd love to say no to. Most of us would like to have clearer boundaries. One of the ways we do that is by being aware of what we'd like to let go of or say no to. So this is an opportunity for capturing that. I'd love to say no to. We've balanced that with question number nine. I'd love to say yes to. more of? Great question to contemplate at any point in time, but maybe particularly relevant now. What do I want to say yes to? And the final journaling reflection-type question for today if my best friend or close family member told me exactly what I needed to hear right now, what would they say to me? If my best friend or close family member told me exactly what I needed to hear right now, what would they say to me? A Great one to contemplate. It encourages us to lean into the space of being our own best friend. What advice would I give myself right now? So there you have it, a slightly different close to the normal weekly podcast episode. I hope you found those questions insightful and maybe encourages you to view things from a slightly different perspective. Maybe get some gems of wisdom from it. Maybe it's something that you can start to record in your own journal, your own notebook, a way of detaching or giving yourself perspective, witnessing your own life, which for me is a, is a real benefit. So this these questions, as I say, I'll include on the blog on my website, jamesweetman.com. When I think about journaling, you know, maybe back in the day, it's something that I associated perhaps with the domain of teenage girls who wrote their Dear Diary entries. Uh, But for me, journaling really has helped me figure out who I am. It helps me pare back the noise and establish a closer relationship with myself, my essence, my true desires. Uh, Of course, we know that saying, a problem shared is a problem halved. Uh, Seeing my thoughts on a page, particularly the ones rooted in worry and fear, somehow lessens their hold over me. And of course, I love the clarity that, that, uh, that journaling gets for me, the clarity of thought. And this clarity means better decision making. And then in in some magical way, journaling also helps me to be kinder to myself and kinder to others. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, More information about me, James Sweetman, is available on all social media platforms and on my website. If you've enjoyed this episode or if you're enjoying the weekly podcast episodes, please do consider to give me a star rating um, or perhaps even uh, post a review, which is always appreciated. So until next week.